Check out Lux Life Discovered on Facebook and Instagram and on 30a.tv. See you next time on Lux Life Discovered. Hello, I'm Rick Steiner and welcome to Lux Life Discovered. Our guest today is Lisa Godsey with the ASUN Culinary Department. So Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you. So kind of give us a background because you have been very involved in the Jonesboro community for a number of years with being a chef, having your own restaurant. So kind of give us a background. Where did that love begin for cooking? Uh, it actually started all uh, with my dad. Um, I remember on Sundays I would get with him, uh, you know, on a little stool next to him and we'd make biscuits and gravy every Sunday. So that's that's where it started. Okay. And your dad has played a huge role for years. Yes. He's no longer with us, but he he is with us in spirit. And right. always will be. Kind of and that what I'm bringing that up for is because when you opened Godsey's originally uh-huh. downtown and then you reopened it under Yes Dog after you right. came back. And which Godsey is a play on the last name. It's just Yes Dog as Godsey Backwards. Right. And um so tell people when they came in the restaurant and they looked into a mirror. They they did. I mean it um Godsey's was just, I mean, it was a culmination of things. And um, it it was, you know, we, we had a couple of things before that. We had uh, first started out, we we moved to Jonesboro right after uh, 9-11. Okay. And my first venture out was uh, Godsey's Gourmet, which was a little gourmet shop. We did a lot of, a lot of catering out of there. And then uh, we opened up Church Street Station, uh, which is down in the old courthouse that's down, it's buttered up now, now up next to uh, St. Bernard's, the big St. Bernard's right. Hospital. And then uh, we had the opportunity to actually get down on uh, Main Street. I'd forgotten about Godsey Gourmet. That was down across mm-hmm. from the old Mercantile Bank. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Isn't that bad? We can always, we can name the former place. I can't tell you what's there now. But um, I can tell you what used to be at all the places. So, but um, <laughs> but no. But what I was saying about the Godsey building is that when you came back, you have the the barn. Yes. And so when they changed, came back and reopened under Yes Dog, you can look in the mirror, and of course yes. it transposes a name to Godsey. Yes, it so does. And um, it was pretty cool. How did that come about? Because you had to did some creative thinking there. Well, uh, due to some infor- unfortunate circumstances. Uh, <laughs> which we won't go into. I was <laughs> not, <laughs> I was not allowed to use my last name in, in anything anymore because uh, we didn't want a big legal battle, even though it's my last name and nobody owns that but me. So we decided, you know, what can we do uh, to keep, you know, what was there alive and to make it different. And a friend of mine said, well, just call it yes, dog. And I was like, Yes, dog. That sounds really stupid. And then I was like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> I see what you did there." <laughs> I was like, "Okay," and we shall. Are we glad we have some friends that think for us sometimes? Yes, no. Lord, yes. Because you and I can talk about a lot of things today, and we can laugh under our breaths, and we know what we're laughing about. So that's that's kind of it. Could be trouble, to be honest with you. So. Yeah, we, you you and I, we've got to be careful <laughs> on this podcast. I know it. I may have to get Paul to show it to me before he, the final edit to make sure. No, <laughs> but um, so no, but it's it's been fun because you're 
you've got a dip that I love that's out of this world. And yeah. um, just one of the many things, your, your whole uh, menu that you are, you know, that's just very diverse. And that's what makes it so interesting. Yeah, after after I left uh after I left Godsey's, um, you know, I was out for for a while. I worked a couple of different places and then I was approached by uh Jeffrey Higgins to uh help him open up J Towns. So it took me, you know, a hot second to wrap my head back around, you know, opening up another restaurant and we actually worked together on that and built it from nothing but a dirt lot. Right. And so doing that menu and then turning around and going to Yes Dog and doing another menu, people are like, you know, where do you get this stuff? I said, inside my mind is an interesting place to live at times. <laughs> interesting and scary and great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you you it's gone over well because every place that you've had has been extremely successful. And that's speaks a lot about you, you, your character, your ability and your talent, and you can bring it all together. And then you've catered some huge events as well, even yes. with um, at Jeffrey's place at, uh, the, you know, the, yeah, J Downs. Y'all did a lot of the uh, entertainers when they came to Arkansas State. Yes. So, yeah. And then, t okay, so then how did the, your current position, tell us about that, how that opened up? Well, um, it's it's quite interesting. They'd been after me for quite a while here at uh, ASUN to come, you know, and teach. And I was like, you know, no, I don't think that's my calling. You know, I'm going to stay in the in the restaurant business. And in 2020, um, I got really sick. I I basically, you know, have come to the realization that I that I pretty much I had a nervous breakdown. Is what I had. I had a mental collapse. Um, which affected me physically drastically. And I'm just now, well, Lord, within the past six months have gotten over that and have, you know, learned how to handle, handle my anxiety, my panic attacks and things like that. Um, for me, it was just, heck, it was just part of life right. until it's, until it, my body shut down and said, nope, we're not doing this anymore. So uh, in the fall of, 2021 i agreed uh i was working at j towns at the time i had already left the s dog and i was helping jeffrey out with some stuff and i agreed to teach uh, a couple of classes here uh on the asun campus um just because you know we just come out of covid and we were they were trying to get these kids graduated so i taught uh serve safe i taught a serve safe class and i taught another class i didn't do anything uh in the kitchen and i basically fell in love with it and um i had talked to the vice chancellor at the time i said all right i think it's it's time for us to sit down and talk and we did and uh, i think that september maybe that october is when i put my two weeks in at yes dog and said this is what i'm gonna go do so were you surprised that you liked it as much as you did I was, uh, you know, I told them point blank. I said, I don't know anything about classroom teaching. You know, I know how to teach my staff and I know how to, you know, do all of that. But I said, I don't, I don't understand, you know, I don't know anything about classroom teaching. And they said, well, don't worry, you know, we'll, we'll guide you through all that. And 
well, you know, I'm still perfecting my classes even now. And that'll, that'll just always continue. Just, you know, something different will come along. I'm like, okay, I need to incorporate this, but I mean, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Well, that hands-on experience is more valuable than any classroom teaching. And right. in fact, there's so many classes that are offered today that, you know, it's just classroom applications mm -hmm. and it's not really anything that they'll apply once they get their right. degree. So that, that to me would be a, a huge advantage to have someone like yourself who has the experience and who knows right. how to create dishes, how to not just, you know, do a recipe. You, right. you kind of show that whole process. Well, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a four month course that's two years. So when they, when they get through with this course, they'll have their associate's degree in uh, applied science with the emphasis of on culinary arts. <clears throat> and, and basically what we do is we teach them how to open a restaurant all the way from costing to, you know, the menu planning, everything that goes into it, you know, and we've added some new uh, kind of revamped the whole entire program uh, and this is the first semester that we've launched these new classes. Um, and right now we're teaching a brand new one, which is called History of Food. And and that's in the classroom. And it's it's starting to become one of my favorite classes to teach. Really? So yeah. how many how many students have gone through the program? How many do you have a semester? We had five graduate last year all the way. And every, it's kind of interesting the way that, that, it, that it runs. Every fall is when we take on a new co cohort or the new group starts. Okay. Um, we can only hold 12 uh, students in our culinary kitchen. That's all we have room for right now. So every fall, it's kind of like a, a dual thing. So every fall we have culinary one and culinary three in the same classroom together. Okay. And so I have to base how many student new students I can get in on how many are coming back for culinary three. Okay. You may not can answer this question, but have you had anybody that come through yet that's been like a total surprise, good or bad? Yes. <laughs> Is that all you're gonna say? Yes. <laughs> oh great, that would be yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> Rick, we'll just, we'll, Rick, we'll, we'll just start off with squash Satan and just leave it there. <laughs> I love it. Paula and John, I have to tell you about that one in a little bit. But um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just got that visual in my head. So, yeah. um, okay, let's talk about the good. Who surprised you that, not uh, name-wise, but yeah. what was it that surprised you with Somebody that pleased you, and, and I've, I've had I've had a couple that have really just you know absolutely perked up, um, understood you know, and it's it's interest it's fun to watch them when the light bulb clicks on, right? Um, you know, because this is not this is not an easy easy course to go through. This is not this is not home ec. Uh, there's no easy bake ovens in here, and this is this is rough. Uh, when they come back in August, it's hotter than, than heck in that kitchen. And then, you know, wintertime rolls around and we, you know, we start freezing in there just because it's a kitchen. Um, and they're, they're just learning, they're learning so much and they have so many questions now. And like I said, it's just, it's just so interesting, especially when we're in, you know, I have the new students in the history of food and they just, 
you know, because at first they're like, why do we need to take this course? And then I explained it to them. And now, you know, they're asking questions and, and, you know, they're like, oh, I see that now. Okay. So it's, it's, it's good when it's good when it, for me, it's, you know, when that one, it, it, I don't care if it's one student and that light bulb goes off in their head and I see it. I'm like, yes. Yeah. This, is, like, this is what it's for. That's a good reward for you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, when they graduate, they have their associate's degree or bachelor's or what, what is what, associate? It's associate's associate degree. degree. Yes. And then they'll move into like working with the chef somewhere else, possibly, or a restaurant or how to. They can they can do that. They can take it. They can, you know, they can open up their own restaurant at that point. Mm-hmm. That's why we try to put as much stuff in there about, you know, you've got to understand what you're doing, you know, because I, I tell them point blank. I said, I've, I've sank two restaurants because I didn't know what I was doing. I said, but we're going to keep you from doing that. Right. It's, it's not a, Hey, you know, Oh my God, you can cook ribs. Great on the weekend. Why don't you open a restaurant? Exactly. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so much more that goes into it. I said, I have seen so many restaurants just in, in Jonesboro alone that have failed because of that concept. Well, and, and so you're teaching not just the cooking and the food part of it. You're teaching the applications of actually running the business yes, as well. Yes, absolutely. Front Which of the house, huge, back of yeah. the house, yeah. everything. That's good because a lot of people don't understand that part. They take it like you were talking about earlier. I can cook. This would be great. But you've got to be able to manage all the other parts that goes with it as well. Right. If you, if you don't know how to cost out your food and understand what it, you know, what it is when you cost out food and why you do that, then you, you're going to sink. So with your all the food and the vegetables, everything that you bring in, do you try to keep it local, grown? Um, we we have not delved off into that. Uh, we go through so much here um, that it's almost it's almost it's it's almost hard to do that. They will be taking uh, an intro to food system course, and then they'll also be taking a uh, food preservation course. Okay. To where they'll understand, you know, and we can bring in some local stuff. Uh, we have a uh, meat fabrication class coming up, but uh, Flex Two of this year, to where we're actually going to break down an entire side of beef, uh, a whole hog, you know, different things like that. Um, it's we also, you know, not on top of the culinary program, we also have our lunch program here that I'm in charge of. So we feed the faculty and the students uh, Monday through Thursday. Okay. So it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to bring in local stuff uh, as far as <clears throat> using it in the culinary aspect and in the lunch program, just because it's we have so much bulk. Right. Right. So can people from the community come in and eat at your restaurant also? We've not advertised that. But I mean, if you walk through the door, I wouldn't say no. Right. OK. And then what about classes for the community? Like, well, Sandy. Uh, Sandy's bakery. She's like, I love Lisa. She says, I can't wait to take a class. So she's very interested. So are you going to be able to offer any classes for the community? Yes, that is something that we're working on for next uh, next summer to be able to offer some, offer some adult classes. Okay. And that was a poor imitation of Sandy's voice. So sorry about that. Yeah. So <laughs> Don't apologize to me. You better call Sandy. I will. I will tell her I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna look Sandy up and say, Ooh. "Don't let Rick imitate you again." Exactly. Yeah, so, no. Um, so, where do you where do you see the program going? Because you've you've made a big impact since you've been there. 
And in fact, I, until you took the position, I never knew that ASUN was in Jonesboro. They had a campus there, much yes. less because Arkansas State Jonesboro doesn't have this culinary program, right? It's just ASUN. I, I think they do. I think they have a, a beginning culinary program. Yes. Do they? Okay, I didn't we, realize that. Yeah, ASUN actually has three campuses. The main campus is on Newport. We have the Jonesboro campus, and then we also have a Mark Tree campus. Okay. All right. So there's three ASUN campuses here uh, in the area. And Jonesboro was the one that was uh, that got the uh, the culinary building from the uh, from the Fowlers. Okay. I actually don't actually donated the money for this building to be built. Um, right now, what we're doing is we're working very hard um, to get this program uh, accredited through the American Culinary Federation, the ACF, which is a very very big deal. And it's a lot, a lot of work. Um, I actually, because, you know, unlike my students, I don't have a degree in culinary arts. This is, this is 25 years of life experience. Right. So I will actually have my associate's degree in culinary arts in December. Oh, so you're, you're a student in the process yes. too. That's great. Yes, I yeah. am. And then there's like four other classes, uh, college level classes. They're all online. Uh, four or five that I have to take for the American culinary for the ACF in order to get what I need. And then I have to turn around and get my uh, initials from them, which would be a CEC, which is a certified executive chef, and then a CCE, which is a certified culinary educator. Okay. That's that's basically in the real world. That's the equivalent of a, bas a bachelor's and a master's. Yeah, that's interesting because I am, um, again, a whole new learning area for me because I, you, you, you know, everybody has their specialties in their fields and stuff, but until you talk to them, you don't understand the work that is involved as, and also right. the levels that can be obtained in that particular profession. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite interesting, you know, and that, and that's one thing that I tell them, I was like, you know, in history of food, you know, I, I got a timeline that we, you know, keep adding to up on the, the whiteboard in the classroom. And I said, I put a, a dot at today. I said, but you have to remember something. I said, that line keeps going. It doesn't just stop, you know, at, at present time. It's going to keep going. Right. Yeah, You know, and, and new things are going to come out, new techniques, new foods, you know, this and that. And one of the things that they're learning is that look at where we are, where we came from and where we are now. And notice that there's starting to be that pendulum swing back to organic foods you know, preserved food, not preserved, but canned foods, dehydrated foods, fermented foods. We're, we're starting to take that swing back to, you know, from, from whence we came, so to speak. Right. Everything kind of goes in cycles. Yeah. It, it seems does. like, yeah. So um, would there ever be a possibility of having like a, a reality show with your students and you? Like you're going to be no. like, um... no. <laughs> No, <laughs> that would be good. No, <laughs> I'm trying. No. I'm trying to help you out. You I appreciate like, that. You could be like Gordon Ramsay and like fly off the handle. You know, go crazy. No, no. see, yeah. I'm not allowed to do that, Rick. <laughs> he has I, to keep her. Which, which Rick, you know, it's it's very very hard for me. <laughs> I, go, I go stand. I go stand in the walk-in cooler a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta regroup and come back out yes. and stall over. Yeah. Yeah. I just regroup it's, and come back out. I'm it's like, when okay. you take somebody in the cooler with you, that's when they're in trouble. Yeah. And when they when they end up in the freezer, that's where we have problems. 
No, I, I think that what you're doing is great because I think you have found your passion. I mean, your, your passion has been obviously with the restaurants in the past and cooking right. is definitely the core of that. But I, I think it's great that you're able to share your expertise and your ability and your talent with other students and, and make them be better student, chefs. And Yeah, I, I just, I never thought, I never saw myself here until I got, you know, in the middle of it. And, you know, like I tell, I tell them it's, it's, you're never too late in, in, in life to, to, to switch it up a little bit. True. Well, I think life prepares us for what's ahead and mm -hmm. we have to go through certain things to be able to achieve what we want. And so, right. yeah. Well, good. So um, I can't wait to we get off the air and tell them about Squash Satan because I've got <laughs> tears in my eyes from, from that because I wasn't expecting that. So that's good. <laughs> You'll have to show them the video. I'll, yeah, I'll have to. Not, not the one I did. But, yeah, um, the one you did. No, yep, no. <laughs> I think we've erased that one. So, um, but good. So your class then, what do you graduate just in? may or do you have like a december program that finishes or is it always um, in the spring they'll get two other certificates so like culinary one that started now they'll graduate with their technical certificate uh, i think it's a certificate of proficiency uh, in december then in in may they'll uh, graduate with their technical certificate and then uh in two more semesters, they'll graduate with their uh, their associates. So the big graduations, the associate graduations, are always in May. Okay, well, good. And can the people join? You said mainly everybody starts in the fall. Can someone yes. join in the spring, or is it still no? Because we we have we have a you know you have to pass culinary one and serve safe, get your serve safe certification and all that, and that always starts in the fall. Okay. Now. We are looking at the possibility of someday of being able to start in the fall and in the spring, but we would have to do a, a very big expansion here in order to to make that happen. Well, and of course, that always goes back to money and funding and everything involved with that. So, I mean, our our hopes, you know, is that next fall we actually have a waiting list of of students wanting to get in, and that would start justifying what we need. True. Yeah. So, okay. so what is what what would be your like ideal situation with what you've already learned and what you would hope to accomplish there? I hope to be able to to expand this. Um, I started out as you know the lead instructor here, and then just got promoted to the director of the entire program. So I'm I'm hoping to have at least you know two or three other instructors underneath me, and we are just you know we are just rolling you know students all the time to where we actually have you know a wait list of okay maybe you can't get in the fall but we can try to get you in in the spring right would you want to to recruit one of your students possibly to be an instructor or would you rather the instructor come from outside no i have i have one that i would that i would definitely bring back to 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 be able to do that um you know and you know outside is, is fine too we just have to you know it's just it's just trying to find the right person because not everybody is built for this. True, yeah. Well, and also you could have your guest chefs come in and yes. that's where we could have the reality show. Good lord. I mean, we <laughs> we have we're actually working with uh David Newman from Newman Farms up in Myrtle, Missouri to possibly come in and help us out with the beef fabrication and uh flex too. So, we do have guests that come in. 
uh, and who, you know, we had um, a friend of mine, she lives in uh, Little Rock and she actually came in and showed us how to make macarons because I sure as heck can't make those things and it was baking class. And so she came <laughs> in, she came in and showed us how to do those. And so we do, we do have guests at times. Um, you know, it's just, it's just every, every, you know, semester goes by. We just, we just build on the foundation that, that we have, you know, that started and we just keep building on it. Right. Well, you've done a, you're doing a great job. You've already done a great job, but it's going to be exciting to see what you have ahead of you and, Really, like I said, just getting the public to understand what valuable asset is right there in Jonesboro that most people don't even know. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I, you know, if, if anybody wanted to just come and take a look at what we do, I don't have a problem with that. You know, I've given you my cell number. It's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Uh, just have them text me or, or call me or whatever. And then that way we can just, you know, have them walk through and just show them what it is that we're trying to do here. Okay, because a lot of that is seeing and yourself, you know, for yourself and finding out. Because you can tell mm -hmm. people, but unless they see it, because right. the day that you took me through, I was very impressed with everything that you have there. So it's just it was eye opening for sure. Good. So, well, good. Well, our time is up, but thank you so much for being on today. And um, you're welcome. Thank I, you. Uh, well, good. So I um. We'll continue this after we go off the air here in a minute. But um, so this is our podcast for Lux Life Discovered. We're glad you joined us today and we look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. You're listening to the Lux Life Discovered podcast, where we talk with people who are living a lifestyle that reflects their passion because we believe everyone should be living their best life, their Lux Life. The show is hosted by Rick Steiner with Steiner Event Group, a premier national event planning company, and co-hosted by Shannon Richmond, the vice president of the Panama City Beach Chamber of Commerce. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notifications of future episodes. The show is produced by 30A Media and is broadcast on your favorite podcast outlets, as well as YouTube, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TVs, and other major brand smart TVs.